One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Except no such. Hello, good evening, and welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to the Den this cool Tuesday night for the visit of Birmingham City, 17th place, Birmingham City. Visit the last night. The culmination of the season is drawing fast upon us, dear listeners. And this one's kicking off at 8 o'clock because it's live on Sky TV. It's, uh, the whole evening has been thrown out of my regular schedule. I'm normally tucked up in bed by 9 o'clock with a mug of Compland, dear listeners. But not tonight. We've got big-time football on the agenda here at the Den after that excellent result, if not always at times. Excellent performance versus Preston North End at the weekend. 2-0 win. Um, the big question for me tonight is, will Brum, will Birmingham be mentally on that easy jet plane to Falaraki that I mentioned to Harry in our post-match conversation on Saturday. Your Lions team, dear listeners, for this crucial, crucial match, I'm making it a must-win. Song and goal back line changes tonight. Scott Malone comes in for the injured Murray Wallace. We've got Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, Danny Mack across the back line. Defensive two, Billy Mitch and possible player of the season, Jules Savile. The attacking three, Oliver Burke, Zian Fleming, Vogel Sammer. Up front, my choice of player of the season. Tom Bradshaw sitting on the bench for the Lions tonight. Uh, Bar Bielkowski, George Evans, Jamie Shackleton. Callum Styles makes a welcome return to the squad. Uh, Duncan Watmore, Mason Bennett and Roman Essay, dear listeners. As I say, big, big match. A win tonight could potentially, depending on other results, put us six points clear of the Preston-Coventry duo depending on their results this midweek round of fixtures tonight, Tuesday, tomorrow night, Wednesday we don't support betting on this show listeners as you well know but I'm just looking at the uh, Skybet playoffs race graphic a meme that was put up on the on the net earlier on Luton in third position one, 100 to 1 on qualifying for the playoffs oddly Middlesbrough are given no odds not available but they must be very very close odds Millwall 9 to 2 on to qualify for the playoff race uh, and then Blackburn 15 to 8. Coventry 9 to 4. I should have been doing my John McCurick tic tac signs whilst I read that out, shouldn't I? Anyway, here come the teams, I believe. They're lined up in the tunnel on the big screen. We're waiting for the entrance to the two sides, dear listeners. Birmingham wearing red tonight. Wearing red shirts, red shorts. Bill, of course, in dull blue and white, as you would expect and hope for. Strange red design on the Birmingham shirt. It's a little bit like you've um, got a nice red football shirt and used it to clean your hands after you've been doing some work in a car engine. It's got like smears of sort, some sort, probably some trendy design by some hip marketer. 
somewhere. So Romain Essay sits on the bench. Gary Rowe is speaking about Roman. Says he's got lovely quality, lovely quality when he gets on the final third. But also, he's got to do the other side. He wants the work rate out of Roman Essay, I think. There were a couple of times Saturday where people ran off Rom, and there's something he needs to improve on to give him that trust to start going. He's a talented boy, though, says Gary Rowe. He's only 17, and he's going to make some mistakes. Uh, probably that's why he's not starting tonight. Then filling up a little bit now, but no, no, by no means a full house, dear listeners. The teams are lining up. Millwall will, as you would hope, be attacking the away end in the first half, as per the advice laid out in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle by the ancient and venerable Bede, writing in 9th century Anglo-Saxon England, who said Millwall must always attack the away end in the first half and ye cold blow Laney end in ye second half. I think mean, that word for word, verbatim, by the venerable Bede there, dear listeners. Biggest game since the Fulham game, I suppose. When was that? 20, 2018. The, the um, near miss run under Neil Harris. It all fell apart a little bit that night and afterwards. I'm probably going to make it, um, given our league position, the biggest game really at the Den since the 2002 infamous playoff night against Birmingham City. I, I, I shan't dwell on that for too long, but um, I suppose you could have made an argument for Fulham. Long throw in here from, from Zian Fleming inside the first minute. Ball bouncing around in the Birmingham penalty area. That's headed, headed clear. Murray joining Charlie Cresswell and George Honeyman as um, e exiting the season. Their season is over pretty much, going by the articles on London News Online. I don't think we'll be seeing any. And that's a shame because Murray Wallace um, has been a huge contributor to the season, as indeed has George Honeyman. Charlie Cresswell too, he went in for some eye surgery, I <coughs> saw some kind of um, post-operation, oh, sorry, I'm going to send my best wishes to Charlie Cresswell, because he's been a massive um, help this season, massive, he's had massive performances from Charlie Cresswell, a sloppy work there by Joel Savile, this is the seven now on the right side, ball in to, uh, into the frame, Danny Mack gets uh, clattered and the referee does give a free kick. But it's the high rollers table, dear listeners. We're at the, uh, the Flamingo Mirage Bermondsey Hotel. We're at the high rollers table. We have Premier League football on the table, potentially, if results smile upon us, if we get the win tonight. Lions in possession. This is Jake Cooper, deep in defence. There's another moment of hesitation. We can't afford to do that. The ball gives the ball away in midfield. A couple of little moments there tonight, listeners. Jake's tracking back. The uh, winger went down looking for a penalty there. Come towards the fourth minute, appealing demonstratively to the referee. Wasn't having it. Under pressure from Jake Cooper. A little self-inflicted errors there, listeners. Let's, let's calm our nerves. Let's have some chamomile tea and uh, do a bit of meditation. Calm ourselves. How's your nerves? My nerves are shot through at the moment after Saturday. And we've got successive games of this kind now. It's pressure football. Pressure football, under pressure. Tom Bradshaw gets clattered by the 31. So it wins us a free kick, a chance to slow things down and um, free kick just inside the left side of the Birmingham half. Where's my graphic? I dig out these graphics for you, listeners. Something I saw. Mill scored more championship goals from set pieces, 23 since uh, for any time this season, from any team this season. Lions, midfielder, Zian Fleming. There's eight set-piece goals, making him the most prolific player 
from these positions. That's thanks to playmaker stats. I'm not going to turn this into a stat-based podcast, but I dug that one out special. Same as the betting one. Floating ball from Scott Malone. That's in towards uh, Sean Hutchinson. Runs out wide right. This is Berkey. Very familiar for me, Berkey. Savile now on the right side. What can Joel Savile do? He's got Burke on the inside. He fires it into the near uh, defender. That's going to be a right-sided corner, dear listeners. Better from Millwall. In it comes. It's into the head of Joel Savile. Free header. Loops it over the bar. Big chance. Eight minutes. Probably will feel he should have done better. Burke goes past his man. What can he do? Can he get the ball in? It's straight into the ghost. Better, though. That's better. Nice run and uh, cross was straight at the goalkeeper, unfortunately, but on another occasion that won't be. Good work there by Scott Malone. Referee gives a free kick, the slag. I thought that was good work, personally. The 18's gone down now, clutching his face. Who knows what that's all about? Very long break. Being invited to leave the pitch now. He's walking okay. Oh. Bit early for all that nonsense, my man. 12 minutes in. Long diagonal towards Oliver Burke, gets ahead to it. Can he chase it down on the right side? He can. Goalkeeper came out a long way there. If he takes it quickly, there's... And we, have, we have taken it quickly. Oh, the referee's pulled play up. The goalkeeper's gone down. Open goal. The referee's pulled play up. So the goalkeeper slid into attack and has hurt himself. To the strong disagreement of the Den listeners. Well, the goalkeeper came out a long way and slid into a tackle. I think professionally stayed down. He's walking away now. This is uh, put the uh, fire in the belly of the den if he needed it already. Now he's trotting back. I think he pulled that as a little stroke for the, the referee. Tactics clearly to try and break play up. Stop any kind of rhythm being built by Millwall. Great to see Callum Styles back in on the bench tonight, listeners. Whether he'll feature tonight. Possibly. Um, been out since February, seems longer than that somehow, but great to see him back in the, in the squad. We're all trying to pass the ball, we're not, I don't think we're naturally a passing side. We can't keep punting the ball forwards, that's for sure, but equally we don't look comfortable when we're passing. Very clear what their tactics are, listeners. Delay, break play up, roll around, you name it, the full, the full range of... Uh, what they call game management, a phrase I hate. I don't know why I'm using it. It's taken short, this right-sided corner. In it comes now, across on the right side. It's bouncing around now, Millwall. We've got a chance to break. This is uh, Oliver Burke. Vogel Sam is overlapping him on the right side. Ball floated in towards Burke. It's headed away from him at the last by the Birmingham defence. Nice break now. Millwall falls a throwing. Nice break. Ball in was a little bit too close to the central defenders. 22 minutes, halfway through the first half. It's been a very bitty half, uh, mostly composed of Birmingham rolling around on the floor. A little bit of aimless play at the moment. Zian trying to put a ball forwards, but there's no one there. Birmingham bring away. Cuts inside on the left, the 17. Running directly at the mill defence. As ball's through, there's the 10. Trying to fire it in. It's 1-0 Birmingham from a very, very... Tight left side in angle, 1 0 Birmingham. Oh, listeners, why do we make these problems for ourselves? Ball break down the left side. I thought he had taken it too far. 
Um, the goalkeeper came out, but he done very well to slide it in that tight angle. You'll see it on your, your YouTube replays, of course, listeners. We're going to see even more of Birmingham's tactics now after that. Wouldn't be Millwall if it was easy, listeners, would it? Millwall being pressed by Birmingham. We're passing the ball back and forth across our back line, but I am never comfortable when I see this, listeners. Perhaps I've been going down Mill for too long. Become jaded with. Uh, that was a nice uh, break there. This is Ian Fleming in mid midfield. He wins the ball there. He's been taken there by the 31. Free kick Millwall. This is shootable distance. Zian's been criticised for the quality of some of his um, free kicks. That's a yellow card there. 33 minutes. Going to be a fairly central free kick. So probably about 30, 30 yards out. 30 yards out, I'd say. Takes great care over the placing of the balls again. 34 minutes on the stadium clock. A few steps back. Looks like he's going to shoot. Let's see what he can do. Been disappointing at times, but let's have a go. Oh, that was power and that was inches over the bar. Looks like the goalkeeper got a hand to it. Rightfully applauded. That, that, was, that was a decent strike. Left-sided corner. 34, coming towards the 35th minute. It swings away from the, uh, the goal, rather. Back into the fray from the from, uh, overhead kick from Zian. Scott Malone blasts it into the first defender. Header into the danger zone. Oliver Bird does a strange kind of um, chest down. Shot wide, shot wide. I think that was uh, Jake Cooper. Took and turned shot wide. No real power and certainly not accurate in the sense of being wide at the right side post. Goalkeeper's gone down again, listeners. Looks like he's taking a slow walk out of the game. Bit of a scrappy in midfield for Millwall so far. 39 minutes. We have got the ball here. Uh, Deep in our own defences, Danny Mack and uh, Sean Ashley. I think Birmingham have been pressing us deep and we're not very comfortable when we're getting pressed in defence, listeners. Don't need me to tell you that. There's long ball falls trying to find Tom Bradshaw. That's not good enough, unfortunately. It falls to Zian, but it's going to go straight to a red shirt. Tom Bradshaw having a hard time as a single man up front. He's not winning much in the air, listeners. Put himself in there physically. But it's been a difficult half for him so far. Um, Mill's tactics haven't really created much in the way of chances. Probably our best chance really has been that Zian Fleming free kick, the dead ball situation. But from open play, we've had a few crosses in, but nothing really to write home about so far. 40, coming towards 41 minutes. There are two Birmingham subs are just standing around by the corner flag. Anyway, in comes the corner. It's headed on target. Oh, it's put wide by Jake Cooper. Should have done better, listeners. Should have done better. Reminds me of the, uh, the earlier chance. Was it uh, Jules Savo had a header, didn't he, at the start of the, of the game? Put wide. That's another free header put wide. 42 minutes. Referee seems averse to showing yellow cards for the amount of time these people are taking. Lovely little overlap, this is Oliver Burke. All back, this is Ian Fleming, he can't control it. A little moment there where I thought we might be able to get the ball. Lovely cross back from Oliver Burke, Mill pressing though. This is now Vogel Samus slams it into the defender. Ian Fleming just could not get control of the ball there, he had his back to goal in any case. Chuck it up there, the man says, and we haven't done much else than that, really, so far. 
Uh, we're farting around. We've got the last few seconds of the half. 15 seconds to be precise. We're still less than the best. Going to have to go forwards at some stage because we're going to run out of time. Little crowd getting frustrated. That's lumped forward. This is towards Vogel Sammer. What can he do? He does well to get the ball. Can he get a shot away? Over the bar. Unlucky. He did well to get the ball under control. There's half time. Uh, Millwood nil, Birmingham one at the half. Um, very frustrating half of football listeners. Um, a couple of chances, a couple of headers for Jill Savile and then that Jake Cooper one late. And the free kick from uh, Zian Fleming springs to mind, but otherwise a lot of frustration. Achtung, Millwall. Mill coming out for the second half. few calls on, on the Twitter for things to change at half-time. Go for it. Uh, Bringing Roman SA on from various voices. Too numerous to mention here, dear listeners. I don't think we've got any changes at half-time. Just waiting for Birmingham. They will take their time. It's been their style across the whole of the game so far. Very, very frustrating first half. Let's hope the second half brings a bit more in a way of Millwall excitement. Early ball nod down. The 17 shoots from distance. That was a deflected shot. Well saved by Jules Long in goal, I, I believe. Um, I saw some criticism of Jules Long uh, for the goal. I thought it was a, a, a finish from the uh, a tight angle. But he did very well to save, to save that one, listeners, within just seconds of the kickoff. Mill dicing with uh, death in defence, but playing the ball backwards and forwards. Danny McNow on right side, he finds Vogel. Summer gets the ball into the middle, headed straight at the goalkeeper. Who was that? Zian Fleming. Another chance, dear listeners. Goes begging, 51 minutes. No real power on the header. Burke gets dispossessed very limply. Oh, for God's sake. Anyway, we win the ball back there. Very limply conceded. We, we do bring the ball forward, so I won't moan too much. That's a long ball for Vogue. He does brilliantly well to get a head to that. This is Ian Fleming now in the centre. He gets dispossessed. Again, we're giving the ball away very cheaply in midfield, listeners. 53 minutes. 54 nearly. Tension, powerful ball in the air. Ball into Danny Mack. Almost gets clipped. This is Billy Mitch. 17 gets... Lovely, lovely tackle. Billy Mitchell on the right side. Ball into the middle. Across the face of the goal. Off the line. One of those evenings is going to be, listeners. Birmingham on the break now. Ball in from the right there. It seems to stick on the line almost. I'll have to see it again. Nice work midfield. Billy Mitchell combining with Scott Malone. Crosses the halfway line. 56 minutes. He's got Vogel Sam on the right side now. He's going to take his man on. He does. He checks. He's not a natural beater of a man, Vogel. This is Jules Savile. He's to the penalty. Back to goal. He finds Scott Malone. Blasts it high over the bar. Shot a uh, pretty nice head space of time and uh, time to uh, you know, pick his space there, but he put it high over the bar. 56 minutes, 61 minutes, coming towards 62. In it comes, it's bouncing around. Referee's not going to give anything for Mills. A house for I presume a foul, but nothing given. That's into the mix. It's gone for a goal kick. Referee standing for every uh, three card trick in the book. He seems like a rather limp weak-willed, milky type of uh, individual referee. Being made a mug of by Birmingham and he's not showing any urgency to keep the game moving. And they're, they're working him over, listeners. They're working him over. 
Long ball, right angle towards Vogel Summer. It runs through to Danny Mack on the right side. What can he do? He gets a deep high cross into the box. It almost falls to, falls to Scott Malone. Oh, it's shot off, scuffed off the line by the goalkeeper. No, not enough power on the ball there from Scott Malone. He was free inside the box, but the goalkeeper got down well, batted it around for a right-sided corner. 63rd minute. Great tackle there by Vogel Summer. That's the crowd will see the Millwall tackling. Billy getting stuck in there. The crowd roaring that on. Please, the Millwall crowd, you give them some solid, hard ball tackles. See and spread play. This is now Oliver Burke on the left side. He couldn't bring it under control. That should go for. No, not a corner. That is a corner. Left sided corner. 65 minutes. Comes towards the halfway point of the second half. We are starting to create chances, if that gives you any comfort at all. By the time you hear this, you'll know what the result is. So, I don't know why I'm talking to you, like, you know, you're hanging on my every word here. Well, Edgar Allan Poe's Raven, we're tap, tap, tapping at the door. Let's hope it don't say never more. Right-sided corner, I don't know what I'm prattling on about either. 66 minutes, Malone to take. It's chipped into the middle. Runs across the face of the goal. Referee blows up for something or other. Probably not having ID on him or, you know, presenting himself to vote without any ID on him. Billy Mitch picks up possession in, inside her own half. 67 minutes. It's been um, increasingly a tension field half of uh, Mill pressing forwards, creating chances. Much more than in the first half. But as we reach the halfway point in the second half, that elusive goal still just out of, out of our grip. Over a little back heel, this is Oliver Burke. Oh, shot wide, wide right. From the edge of the penalty area, Jake Cooper picks the ball up nicely. Can he find Burke? He can, on the left side. Who cuts inside, he's got Malone overlapping on the left. He's checks nicely. Oh, when it gets it all, his cross seemed to be like, um, I don't know, he didn't catch it right, let's put it that way. I'm trying to find the, the right way to put that. Got to come up with some politically incorrect description of what he did there, but he just didn't get it right. Let's leave it there, listeners. 60, come to 69 minutes. This is uh, Savile on the right side. Vogie, we're playing the ball around nicely in the second half. It's into Tom Bradshaw. He's gets nothing given there. I thought he looked like he'd been clipped from behind as he's at the, he's back to goal. Referee's not forgiving anything, though, listeners. Part of the international lizard conspiracy to keep us in the championship. This is Fleming, long, long, long cross. Vogel oh, almost calls it on the volley, just couldn't get anything on it. It would have been a, a spectacular chance. It was in front of goal, the cross came in, was a, a, he had to catch it in the air and uh, just wasn't up to it in the end. Listeners. Looks like the uh, substitutions, looks like Styles and Watmore are going to come into proceedings, listeners. 21 is uh, Vogel, he's done well tonight, Vogel Sammer. He had a late, late opportunity there, just couldn't take it. He comes in for Watmore, and Styles comes in for 17, who is uh, Savile, Savile. So Styles is 17, Savile's come out. It's been a better second half as it's gone along from the Millwall perspective. Overall, this remains a very frustrating situation. What are we now, 77 minutes into a game that we really, really wanted to win. And as it is, we will do well to get anything out of it at all at the minute. Still that one goal behind. To, uh, Birmingham substitution, the 10 is 
taking forever to walk off the pitch now. If referees don't show yellow cards for such blatant time-wasting, then there's not much point in having the rule about time-wasting, in my opinion, listeners. I know I'm sounding like one of those old gits that you get in the public bar of northern pubs, but that's the truth of it. Unless they're going to punish it, which doesn't happen, then uh, teams do it to their heart's content. Oliver Burke, what can he do? Goes past his man. Got red shirts in front of him, unfortunately. Inside is Styles. Styles shoots. Oh, ball bouncing around for the goalkeeper. Oh, the goalkeeper collects. Full the, the shot from Styles. It fell in the path of Bradshaw. Um, goal, the goalkeeper got down and managed to get his body between him and the, uh, the, the goal. Ramon Essay. Mason Bennett coming into the game. Looks like it's going to be Burke to come out. 83 minutes. Seven minutes plus added time for Ramon Essay to try and make some impact on the. Uh, on the game, it's going to be Tom Bradshaw. He's run himself into the ground tonight. Had a very difficult game, really. Ball out wide. This is Danny Mack. Balls into the central zone. He's bouncing around. No one can get a clear shot on goal there. It's hoofed away by the Birmingham defence. Pressure late in the game from Mill, but no, no end product listeners. How many times have we said that this season? This is Billy Mitchell into the, into the box. Balls bouncing around. Jesus Christ almighty. Not been our night at all, listeners. We've, we've created chances in the second half. We haven't taken them. Poor ball there by Billy Mitch. He's got work to do there. Can he get there? No, the ball is on. This should be a, a, a chance for Birmingham. Oh, great save there by Jules Longham. Somehow Mills scuffed the ball clear on 88 minutes. It's been a very disappointing night from the Mill perspective to have gone behind from what looked like a fairly uh, sloppily allowed goal in the first half and then to effectively um, press and press and press and not score which has been one of our downfalls all season it's made for a very very frustrating evening this is the six twisting and turning trying to draw the free kick which he does quite well six celebrating that free kick like he's won the world cup now he wants to have a go at the crowd that's that's never good is it he wants booking for that. I mean, he's got, I mean, he was in trying to antagonise the crowd. He's trying to provoke a situation there, listeners. Let's get it right. This is the six we're talking about. I don't know what his name is. Silly, silly boy. Trying to do his best to whip up the crowd. There it is. 1-0 Birmingham. Very, very disappointing result. Um, overall a fractured performance by Millwall not good enough by a long way and um, as Neil Fischler said on one of our shows recently the serious fraud office will um, be need to be called if we do somehow clamber into the Premier League and it finishes Millwall nil, Birmingham City 1 very very poor show Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Achtung, Mailball. Hello, Nick. Bill Slack. I've just got back after they shut the uh, bridge at Goresbrook and then shut the A13, um, which topped off a really lovely night for me. I'm stuck over in Essex because I met a succession of Essex girls and married the wrong one. Um, now I'm stuck in a loveless, sexless marriage, which is a cheery fault after that tonight. We were unlucky tonight not to score. I don't think anyone comes away from there thinking that we shouldn't have scored. But fuck me. You sometimes wonder what you're watching and what the game plan is. You know, I I tweeted at half-time that Bradshaw has challenged in the air 29 times and not won a single header. And, and I watched in the second half, he won one header. I mean, he, he must have had the ball pumped up to him 40 or 50 times. Um, might be a bit of an exaggeration, let's say 30. What is going on in Rowett's head where he's looking at that? He's watching his centre-halves punt the ball up to the shortest centre-forward um, in the division. Time after time after time after time and the ball just comes back to us. Um, that aimless chip from, from Hutchinson. I, I, he reminds me of, of Alan McCleary. Um, who always looked up and and looked like he was a cultured footballer before he lofted it into no man's land back in the day. And and, and Hutchinson, that's where the goal come from. Hutchinson, the ball comes down to him and he just kicks it. He he don't look up, he don't look round him to see if he can control it. He he just kicks it, gives the ball straight to them. Danny Mack gets turned um, and and George Long are, are... I just don't know what to say anymore. Uh, you know, Bart was was he player of the season, two seasons on the spin, um, and we got Millwall supporters saying that he's not as good a keeper as George Long because George Long can kick it. George Long's distribution. Don't fucking talk to me about George Long's distribution. That that ball in the second half, he kicked straight to the to, to their keeper, the other end. I'm just, I'm just not having it. I'm telling you, they don't score that goal if Bart's, if Bart's in goal. And I'm sick to fucking death of 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 Millwall supporters thinking that we're fucking Man City and, and we need to have a fucking ball-playing keeper. We don't. We need a goalkeeper to save shots. As for what more, fucking what less. Do you know what I noticed about him? 
and I, and I thought I was being picky. He don't take the fucking ball with him when he's got the ball at his feet. He, 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 he must have done it eight or nine times now since he's been at the club. He fucking runs away from the ball and the ball's behind him. How many times has it hit him on his heel? I, that's the quality we're signing in January. Duncan Watmore. Duncan Watmore and Mason Bennett come on before Eze. Eze comes on in 84 minutes. Vogel Sammer. Jesus Christ. It, that, that, that geezer, that he, has not, he has not got one redeeming feature as a footballer. And, and, and I, I've never seen such mediocrity in a Millwall player that keeps getting picked and keeps starting. And that's our problem. That's our problem. And and again, broken record time. We never signed a fucking striker in January. And, and everyone says, oh, well, there weren't anyone available. We've got a whole fucking team of people at the Den. It's their fucking job to scout this country internationally, to build networks, to build contacts, and we can't we can't sign a single striker. I'm not saying that we could have afforded or we would have brought a striker in to 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 make a difference and score twenty goals between January and and May. But what I am saying is it would give us another option. You know, Bradshaw goes goes off. We ain't got another striker. We're a Championship club. We're sitting fifth, and we've got one striker in the club. That's what's gone wrong. This, that will go down as one of the biggest mistakes in Millwall's history. We should we should be home and hosed in them playoffs this year, and we ain't, and we ain't because Rao is too cautious. Eze, eighty four minutes, get your fucking head round that. <sighs> Fuck's sake, um, yeah, on the Wigan. Cheers, Nick. See you soon. Come on, you lions. Oh, cheers. Morning, Nick. Uh, yeah, just a few words about last night's performance. I thought I'd wait till this morning to calm down because so, I was so disappointed, mate. Just like the whole ground was last night, just so disappointed. Um, okay, first thing I just wanted to say is um, the first, you know, their goal. Danny Mack completely sells himself, yeah, uh, against that Kadra, who's a very, very good player. You know, Kadra and Chong. The two guys are on on their wings. They were causing us no end of problems. But you know, when when Danny sells himself like that, and then um, so that's the first mistake, obviously. And then the second mistake: why does Long come off his line? Like people were saying that the mistake is like the 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 pansy dive over the ball. That's not the mistake. The mistake is. In my opinion, yeah, is that Cooper is ushering Jukovic out to the right, yeah. So he's Jukovic has to shoot at an angle. So why Long makes the decision to leave his goal line it is beyond me. If he stays on his goal line, he's, he just simply picks the ball up. It, it's the, it's a crazy decision for him to come out when Cooper is ushering him out. Uh, to, towards, you know, away from the goal, basically. Long makes the mistake of coming out, and that is crucial in, in their goal. Um, it's a 100% long mistake after Danny's mistake, obviously. 
Um, he does not need to leave his line, in my opinion. Um, and then, obviously, we had chance after chance after chance. I watched the highlights this morning, and obviously, when you watch the highlights, when Bradshaw follows up Stoll's shot, Watmore's just standing beside him. If he just slips the ball to Watmore, it's an open goal. He just slips it in. But, oh, listen, the keeper makes a good save. But the biggest glaring miss for me, um, and, and I'm behind that goal, is... Um, is Fleming's header. Fleming has a, a clear head, a, a free header. He literally just has to head it either left or right of the goalkeeper. He can't save it and he heads it straight into his arms, you know. Um, all the guys around me were screaming for substitutions. I wasn't because we were we were knocking on the door. We were bombarding them. And I thought that the substitutions, although Styles was fantastic when he come on, um, the substitutions just killed the momentum of the game. And listen, credit to Birmingham, yeah, you know, the shithousery time-wasting they'd done, I would have been proud of, of Millwall if we'd have done that. And and, and, and and they killed the crowd, they killed the players. The, the ref, how the ref's only given five minutes at the end is beyond me because I think that triple substitute took five minutes. But yeah, listen, frustrated, but I'm still positive. It's completely in our own hands. We had 22 shots on goal. Um, I know we keep saying this, we've done it at Hull, we've got to start putting the ball in the back of the net and we can't keep blaming, uh, uh, we can't keep putting it all on Fleming and Bradshaw. The other guys need to step up, you know. Burke needs to start go- uh, scoring. I- I- I'm, a- I'm a massive critic of Vogel Slammer. Last night was his best performance, in my in my opinion. Um, he-, he-, he played a lot better, but um, but yeah, just disappointed. Like, I've been rambling on long enough now, but... Um, but it's in our hands. We need to uh, need to just win these two away games, and I think we're there. Seven points is one. Seven points, hundred percent gets us in there. So it's in our own hands. But yeah, very disappointed. But uh, come on, you Lions, we can do this. Come on, catch you later. Achtung, Huge thank you to the chaps there for those voicemail messages. Uh, joining me on the show now to discuss last night's very disappointing result is Graham Payne. Welcome to the show, Graham. Hello, Nick. Uh, nice to be on, but <laughs> not in great circumstances. Not in these circumstances, no. What a frustrating match last night was, mate. Um, I was just listening, I was just editing listeners, my sound file from last night, and it's it's the same old story, Graham. I mean, we actually created quite a few chances across the game, but particularly in the second half, but it's it's a sucker punch goal and shithouse tactics by Birmingham. Um, and we just haven't taken our chances. It's story of last night. And, and sadly, I think it's probably going to be the story of the season. We're not scoring enough goals, mate, are we? We're basically reliant on two people scoring our goals. Uh, no one else has, you know, really chipped in from, I know Creswell's got a few, but no one else has really chipped in. And uh, I think it's just a case of, I think teams have, sussed out the players, you know, sit back, let me all come on to you. We can't break teams down. And the fact that in the last six games, five games, we didn't, we haven't scored a goal. And that just says it all to me. Yeah. And all the three defeats. Well, it's not good enough. <laughs> and the three defeats, Hull, uh, Huddersfield and last night, have all been the same sort of game. They get a goal and, that's the, you know, we, we can't break them down. No, no. I mean, a lot of talk online. I've just been flicking through Twitter before you and I joined this call. A lot of people talking about the, the January um, transfer window. We've we've said it before. We'll say it again. We put all of our eggs in the 
uh, Kevin Nisbet basket, the striker from um, Hibernian, I think he was. Um, and then that went astray. He didn't didn't work out. His injury was, you know, felt to be too much of a of a, of a risk for us. And we had nothing else in hand. There was, I mean, some people obviously go too far, but I, I do think there's criticism for the club in letting all of our current strikers at that time. And I'm thinking of uh, Benick, who maybe wanted away ground, yeah. uh, wanted to get away to Dubai. But we've had, you know, you can talk about Isaac Alofe. He was not, um, maybe he wasn't the best striker we've ever had. But he was a striker who would have given us something. By letting strikers go and relying really on Tom Bradshaw single-handed, and particularly I noticed last night, as we've said a few times, using Bradshaw as a target man, it it begs a bit of belief, really, that, that it's, it's such a basic error. that I, I, I don't quite understand what the thinking was. No, um, I think uh, I think it's also been said, I think you, you can go back to the summer and all the recruitment. You know, we need. I know we've got a phobia in, but we needed another striker. You know, there, you know. I know there's a lot of talk about the Nesbitt deal, but in the end, I, th- I think we went for him. He obviously had an injury and it fell through. And by then, I think it, it was too late. I, I understand they tried to get some guy uh, from Stoke, who's, I think it's Jacob Brown as well, and obviously Lyndon Dykes, and then nothing come of yeah. it. And the two they got were, I don't know, <laughs> Burke and Watmore have not really well, uh... done the business of <laughs> To, to put it mildly. But. No, partic- particularly what more? Yeah. I mean, Burke, there's, there's there's a conversation to be had about Oliver Burke and, and it was <laughs> conversation one way, it was one way to put it from the, the comments being made around me in Block One last night. But um, I mean, what more is, I, I found disappointing. When he first uh, appeared for us, I thought maybe there might be a bright player there, but he's looked progressively um, less and less of, a, of, of an impact at, at all. I will say, Burke in the last couple of games has not been a world shaker, but he's he's looked livelier. He's used his, his attribute, which is pace, yeah. and he's had better games, but still nothing, nothing exciting, Graham. And right. I think that's the problem that we've had that we we just don't excite, do we? No. We don't bring the den crowd into it. No, I mean the den crowd for the credit last night. I thought the crowd tried to get them going, especially second half, and you know as you say there was crosses going in, but. I think the, probably the, the Bradshaw one where the keeper saves it and he follows up. I, I think there was another one at the start with Savile. I don't know what that was Dan because we uh, Dan the cold blow where yeah. he, he sort of I don't know he sort of missed it or something. I don't know. But um, no, we don't excite and uh, you know the problem with creativity has been there for a long, long while. Nick, it's not just something that's happened this season. We've struggled, especially from midfield, haven't we? For, for creativity for a, while, a long while. And uh, unfortunately, as I say, we I just, you know, at the end of the day, I think you've got to face facts, whether we make it or not. And it's looking, well, 50-50 now, I'd say. And um, the players maybe are just not good enough. If it comes if it comes down to it, you know, they, you can't really fault their well, effort. I agree. I agree. No, no, no. I, I mean, I wouldn't fault their effort last night. I mean, you know, I haven't, I've only seen the YouTube clips this morning. I haven't seen any of the, the longer highlights because I won't subscribe to the the channel where you can get longer highlights. But I looked at the YouTube and I think that was cut by a Birmingham City fan because they only showed their their chances, didn't show any of ours. And there were chances. I mean, you know, particularly as the second half wore along, it got more and more frenetic, Graham. But we did we did do our best and we did get the ball in amongst it and there were chances. I think Zian had a... Uh, well, there was a few headers across the yeah. game, first half and second half. But, you know, moments where... 
perhaps on a different day. Um, a slight, you know, a yard wide of the goalkeeper would have gone in, stuff like that. And that's that's football. But we, we just don't have the dynamism across the team. And, and as you've said it rightly, that if we, you know, Brad, Bradshaw and Fleming aren't um, on song, we're a little bit stuck for, uh, for for alternatives. And injuries have kept crept up on us, really. I mean, we're, we're missing, again, as we have been for much of the season, some pretty crucial players now. Ryan Leonard not being around. Um, even Murray Wallace, to some extent, gives you an aerial threat going forwards, as well as the, the defensive side. So, um, no, I, I think the basic point, you've, you've made it correctly, that we do lack quality in the most fundamental sense you know um we we but we won't compete with these clubs on on a, in a money no. sense will we unless we unless, it's a chicken and egg unless you get in the premier league and get your, your parachute payments you don't compete with the uh, the other clubs that have got it and we, we, we're just not gonna, gonna not gonna get that so we have to recruit better and this is another thing that people keep saying about newton town mick harford i think is there their main man and a few comments online criticizing mills recruitment i suppose Talking about January, where we've let players go, but even last summer time, Graham, we don't seem to find we don't seem to find the the, the kind of unknown players, often British, uh, you know, English, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, that have come in. And Marku, the the Irish boy, we've signed and he's disappeared. And you know, we, we we've shown we've had no luck. Is that luck or is it poor judgment? I don't know. I don't know where the boundary line lies between the two. But we've got to do better, mate. We've got we've got to find these players because that's the only way we're going to progress. It is a, probably a, a cross between you know luck and judgment, but you, we have got to find better players. Uh, uh, in the recruitment, I think, for the last couple of years has been poor. You know, this other guy bustled, and old Alex Aldridge has come back, and yeah, yeah. I think January is always going to be a hard time to. Get what you want, really, because clubs are not going to let you know uh, their better players go. No, no, no. Pay silly money, and Millwall are not going to pay silly money. So, you know, I think it's a difficult one, January. I just think the summer should have been better. Looking back now, obviously in hindsight, but I think the summer we should have got another striker indefinitely. And obviously, the wide men, you know, the the formation Rowett wants to play, the two wide men up front have got to be real key. And we've struggled in that area all season, haven't we, really? Who's ever played out wide, hasn't it? Absolutely. You know, no one's really, you know, pulled up any trees or whatever you want to call it, playing in them positions. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I do wonder, going back to last summertime, the club's attention, but I mean the club in a wider sense, the Steve Kavanagh level sense, possibly even even the John Burleson sense, their attention's been focused on developing this this training ground down at, uh, at uh, Kingsdown. Yeah. And, you know, you do wonder whether that's where the focus of the club has been for longer than uh, ideal, really, because certainly recruitment-wise, there's criticisms to be made. The other thing to say, I mean, and, and you know, although we've, we've done a very mill thing here, Graham, which is had it in our hands and let it trickle through our fingers, you know, that, like, 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 the, uh, like one of these old films, isn't it, where all the, the, the diamonds slips through your fingers and goes down the drain or something, you know. This is, we've got to put our arm down in the drain and get it out. Um, I mean, we, the, the season is not over. There is no. still nine points to be played for. Um, the, the squad did their best last night and a combination of uh, luck, Poor judgment on the night, and the referee and, and Birmingham kept us at bay. But that still doesn't preclude 
the necessity of getting nine points out of these remaining three games. And if we do that, the season's not over. I mean, I think there was a strong sense, and I, I don't know how you you um, felt last night or even this morning. I I came home last night feeling pretty deflated. Yeah, I was. I, 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 I come out of there last night thinking the season was over, but you're right, there is still three games to go. Um, it's not, I know it, it's not in our own, own hands no more, though, is it? If teams win their games in hand, they will go above us. But obviously... No, there's nothing we can do about us, that, though. No. Yeah, I mean, no. it's, it's it's a very mill situation. We, we had it, now we let it slip away, but now we've got to get it back again. And, um, you know, I think the, the, the thing I would say to, to listeners is that the pressure goes across the board. Other teams, I mean, just looking at the league tables, you and me are talking about, I mean, you've got 62 points. Uh, Preston... Coventry, Sunderland, Blackburn, um, West Brom, well, 63, and West Brom, 63. These are all big names, and these will all want to be involved in the uh, the, the, the top six, the, uh, the the playoff, uh, you know, four. So the pressure goes on them as much as it is on us. And I think to some extent, and I might be clutching at straws here, but last night's disappointment takes some of the pressure off of us because it's it's now out of our hands all we can do is is go to Wigan on Saturday uh, press reset and and go again and the same for Blackpool um the pressure's on on them they all, all would not want to be missing out on this Sunderland big big club huge stadium so the pressure is it has a has, a, has an effect on on all sides so I think there's still twists and turns for the season oh, definitely. I, I, definitely. I could be could be clashing at straws though it's, it's uh, you know, I'm well aware of that We've got to go on to Wigan and try and press reset. I don't know if we can do that. I mean, the, the starting eleven last night, obviously injury uh, brought in Malone. I didn't think Malone did so badly. Um, no. L- Long getting a, a bit of criticism on the on, online for coming out for the goal. I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe not. He's, he's certainly um, he's, he's gone out wide. Uh, is it wide right? And the I thought the, the Birmingham keeper did a, the Birmingham striker did a good job in slotting that home. But I, I don't think it would have gone in, Nick, if it hadn't touched Long now, because it was going across the line. It hit Long and then deflected in. So, but what I saw, they, they were showing that the replays in the in the uh, concourse at half time, you know, because it was on Sky, wasn't it? And it looked like that. yeah, yeah, the ball wasn't going to go in if it didn't, if it hadn't hit Long, you know. A good goalkeeper is invaluable, Graham. Isn't it? I mean, mm. you know, it's 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 often not the most spectacular of signings, but as we as we found with Bart, um, I hadn't I wasn't aware of him prior to him coming to to Millwall. But you know, when he was on form, he was he, he, he is worth a goal. It's a cliche, yeah. but he's the, the, a good goalkeeper is worth a goal. I don't think George Long is a good goalkeeper. I think he's an okay goalkeeper in moments. He made a couple of decent saves in the second half, and he did his job. Um, I think there was an early, early looping shot just after kickoff in the second yeah. half, which he did well to to bat that round. And I think there was a late, late chance would have made it 2-0 where they broke and he kind of made himself into an awkward kind of yeah. figure in the goal. And somehow we got away with it. Now, I'm not saying bring back Bart Bielkowski particularly, because I don't think Gary Rowett will make that change this time of year. But I think going forward for next season, I think goalkeeping has to be an area we look at. Because as we've seen... Um, Errors, errors cost you, don't they? And uh, you know, an error cost us last night. It's cost us in previous games as well. The thing is, though, both of them keepers have signed contracts for next season, haven't they? Long and Barkowski. So you're not you're not helping my day out here, Graham. <laughs> you're not helping my day out. I'm trying to. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't. You know, I thought Long's not Long's not good enough. 
No. But I'm just saying, as it stands, both of them are contracted for next. I season. mean, would you would you be playing? No. Would you be playing Bart? I mean, you know, I know we, we it's an easy, easy. Um, I don't know if it's an easy question or not, really. But would you be playing Bart rather than Long at the moment? Would you would you make that change for these last three games? How would you play it? I think I would, yeah. I would if I, if, you, if you're pushing me. I think I would change it. I don't think he will. But no, I, I don't think he will. I, I, I think I would bring Bart back for Saturday. I think we need a, we need a change. We, you know, we've, we've underperformed for yeah. some games now. I haven't got the results in front of me, but we, we you know, we've had a sequence of results where we've not scored a goal, um, scored two at the weekend. I, I appreciate, but. Um, we, we do need to change it. I mean, the, the defence kind of picks itself and I don't anticipate him making many changes now with uh, a Malone, um, you know, uh, Cooper and, and Hutch and Danny Max copping a bit of flack on the line. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Would you, would you be changing Danny? I mean, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a hot potato in mill circles, isn't it, to, to talk about Danny in a critical mm, way. I think maybe, maybe, it may be time to just drop him out and bring Shackleton in. He can play that position, can't he? Yeah, he can. You know, just to freshen things up a little bit, you know. Well, given that we've got three must-wins, really, because we don't think we've got many places to go mm. if we don't start winning soon, like Saturday. Um, so you don't, I'd anticipate Callum Styles coming back, because I thought when he did come, whether he's got 90 minutes in him or not, yeah. I don't know. That's That might be the only, um, you know, caveat for midfield. He did look... Um, he did look bright when he came on. Actually, there was a you know a change. I know, um, yeah. So, I, whether, as you say, whether he's got the ninety, but I think he'll definitely be involved at some point. I oh, think think in midfield. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying to anticipate. Yeah. Gary Rowett's mindset is a difficult thing, but um, I didn't see much from I didn't see much from the midfield last night at all. I'm mean, including even Zian Fleming. Really, I mean, he's not looked on it for some time by Zian Standers. He had that shot in the first half. Uh, which the goalkeeper batted over, which is a good dead ball strike. But I don't know. He's, he, he just doesn't quite look himself. I'm, I'm saying that as I'm thinking what well, he, he did make the cross for the goal on, on uh, Saturday. Um, but he, he's not going to change Zian. I, I'm just thinking maybe Vogel Sammer for, for the styles. I can't see him dropping Burke particularly, Graham Eve. I think he seems to be a favoured son. Yeah. So... Um, and I would imagine Tom Bradshaw up front says no one else. We don't have any other strikers, do we? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. There we are. It's a very Millwall situation. Did you well, just one did you agree with him taking Bradshaw off last night? Is there only strike and we needed a goal? It was no, a no. Move for me. I mean the only <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking is whether he's thinking this game is gone and you know, we're only gonna get back into it by luck that I don't know. Trying to trying to think, put myself in Gary Rowett's shoes. Save um, uh, Bradshaw up for for Saturday. I mean, he does run himself into the ground, ground uh, Tom Bradshaw. So maybe he's thinking, give him a slight break out of it. I don't know, but no. Answer your question. Oh, yeah. Long balls, though, they whack up to him. That I don't understand. I don't understand the long ball tactics. No. Uh, for, you've got you've got a, you know a penalty area goal poacher and a, not a bad one in fairness yeah. to Tom Bradshaw. Again, I mean you know we did a show recently. We're looking at Millwall heroes. He's not in the the top drawer of Millwall strikers, but ever you know. No. But he's a decent striker. But you've got to give him the service. He's 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 more of a, yeah. a sniffer in the box, isn't he? Rather than yeah. Um, yeah. he's he's not a, a Cascarino. He's not he's not a, he's not a Steve Morrison or a Paul Moody. You know. You're going to hit the ball long and, and expect him to come away with it, but for some reason, that's that's the style. Um, 
I, I, I found myself last night, Graham, just before we close, I thought I'm, I'm criticising the long ball where we're hit, trying to hit long, long passes, at, often at Tom Bradshaw. But then we look so jittery when we try and pass the ball. And I thought, I, 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 yeah. you know, right. I, can't, I can't have right. it. I can't have it's it both. Hard. Can't have it both ways, can I? I can't say let's let's play like Barcelona, classic, you know. And then um, oh, you know, we we look like we're going to give the ball away every every touch, and then say, well, we can't hit long balls either because I don't know what else we're going to do. Um, we don't have much width, mate. I suppose that's that's where I'm going with it. No. And we do look iffy in possession. So I don't know how we're fifth. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> have we done this <laughs> what are we doing in the top six well yeah. I mean I was thinking I was analysing I don't think since we beat uh, Sheffield United I don't think we've played well in a, in a game since no, and, no. you know obviously it's all gone a bit it's gone a bit square know, wrong at the end. Yeah. must have taken a lot yeah. out of us that, 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 that fixture but, um, there we are Graham, I'm going to leave it there, mate. I'm going to close out the show now. A few, right, few more of the voicemails. Huge thanks to everyone for sending in their voice notes. Um, we've got so many. I thought I'd split it with Graham and myself either side. So, big thank you, Graham. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. I appreciate it. Cheers, Nick. And um, thank you to you two, dear listeners, for tuning in. We're going to close out with the voicemails. I'm going to go to Wigan on Saturday. How about that? That's, that's how much the frenzy has caught me. I've actually bought myself a ticket to get on a train, Graham, go up to Wigan. This, this, is, this is the sacrifice I make for you, dear listeners. I'm getting on a fucking train. <laughs> they have other people on trains, Graham. Oh. It's not like your own car, mate. Yeah, they have other people on there. <laughs> fucking hell. I'll be back at the weekend. Till then, Arriva Dirty Mill. Bye for now. Hello. Hello, Nick. Matt Richards here. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. Oh, I mean, part of me can't believe it, but the other part of me does believe it. It's just typical, typical. I mean, Birmingham just got exactly what it's some shit soft goal. I don't know what was happening. I, I didn't think it was going to go. I don't think anybody thought it was going in. I thought, I mean, obviously, Danny got sold. And um, he gets the ball over and how it, got it, how it went in, I don't know. Squirmed under long, I don't know, but it looks like a another soft goal and then that was it and then sharp shot it just shithoused us all the rest of the night and we dominated dominated with the ball we just can't score goals we just can't shoot I mean when we get chances they get scuffed shooting from distance goes a mile over the bar I don't know if we've got a shot on target I think we might have done one or two I think Burke had that scuffed effort after Fleming had missed it and Oh, it's just so frustrating. How many crosses we've got in the box? Nothing, nothing on the end of it. And then Bradshaw had that chance. I mean, he's, he's got yeah. Can't have a go. Can't have a go at the first fifteen goals. But that's the difference, isn't it? That's the difference between being a good enough team, good enough striker to get in the playoffs and get promoted. And we're not. I don't think we are. I mean, hopefully I get proved wrong. But it's probably out of our hands now. It's just, yeah, just, I can't, I'm not going to criticise the effort, the effort was put in, but um, just not good enough, can't beat Birmingham at home, um, with all that domination, and all, all that ball, then we don't deserve it really, um, 
yeah, it's just a crap night. Um, that's it, really. Um, I'm going Wigan Saturday. If anyone wants a ticket, <laughs> they're welcome to it. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I suppose we're still in the playoffs, so while there's hope, you know, we, we'll cling on to that. Okay, Nick. Cheers, mate. Come on, you lines. Hello, Nick. Hello, listeners. Ben Anthony here. Uh, frustrated after that performance against Birmingham. Um, I think you you speak a lot about the venerable Bede and his rules for um, Millwall. And I think one of the venerable Bede's rules is that we must fuck it up against a team near the bottom of the league. Um, it's it's a, a story that we've seen and heard so many times now. Um, a, a really good result on Saturday um, with the build-up of hope and maybe even expectation um, was almost inevitably going to be followed by a 1-0 loss against the team fifth from bottom in the league. Um, and, of course, it was Birmingham who... we I, I hate Birmingham because this is, seems to be the pattern Um with us uh anyway we i thought we started so slowly and we were so poor in the first 20 30 minutes um we didn't deserve anything we we were we were awful um there were so many players not uh, up to par in that first half i thought Vogel Summer was poor. I thought um, Malone was poor. Everything went wrong with Malone. And I thought the same with Danny Mack on the right-hand side. That whole right-hand side was was not working at all. Um, I felt like there, there had to be substitutions at half-time. There just had to be. Um, and for some unfathomable reason... Um, Rowett decided it was acceptable to put them all out there again and give them another 25 minutes or whatever it was. I don't get it. I, I think it was so blatantly obvious that you had to make those changes quicker. Um, I don't get what more. I don't know what it is that he brings to the, the squad. He didn't do anything when he came on. Um, I'd have brought Essay on, 100%. Uh, I thought Styles was good when he came on. Um, I thought the midfield boys did did their job well, um, and yeah, it 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 just didn't work. Particularly down that right hand side, just wasn't working all night. Um, it, it, we we pushed and huffed and puffed, and we had some we had the chances. So I don't, I'm I'm frustrated. You can't. I don't think you can really um, lay the blame at. Uh, the referee. I don't think you could particularly say it was because of a a, a a resounding, you know, a performance that was better than us from Birmingham. I think they defended well, but they only had one chance and they smothered it into the back of the net. Um, I think that defeat is um, is on us. It's our fault, and uh, they've put themselves under a big pressure now. Because a lot of the chasing pack have got games in hand on us. So, you know, we, we play the bottom two in the next two games. And I, I think if we're realistic about wanting to make these playoffs, I do think we need to be able to go and beat these teams. And if we can't, 
then you know I don't think we'll be in it. We'll be out of the we'll be out of the playoffs, and that would be on us. So it, it's sort of still in our hands, and in another way, if results go against us, it's not. It's a it's a, a complicated league. So many play each other. So we'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow now and um, hope that some results go our way and then we can go into these next two games and try and build up some points. Um, you know, we're, we're still in it. We're not out of it. But I think it's fair to say we were all quite frustrated tonight. Anyway, come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. What can you say after that disaster? A total... Um, well, you know, display there of, I think, where we are in terms of going forward into the playoffs. Um, I bumped into fellow contributor Matt Richards on the way out, and we both agreed that, you know, that's our limit. That's as far as we can go, really. And every team has its limit. You've got to applaud Millwall, in a way, because... These are journeymen championship players. The dearest one's £1.7 million. And it's at times like this when you see that, you know, it's what separates the, the winners from the losers, really. So, I don't know, I'm quite philosophical. I'm very frustrated. But it's a very familiar feeling. If you followed Millwall for as long as I have, you got used to this. And I felt before the game, you know, I wasn't optimistic or negative. I just thought, let's see what happens. And I'm not surprised. On to the game, I mean, Birmingham weren't very good at all, as far as I could see. The goal was just, well, you know, you got to call things out. And I've been trying to defend, you know, Danny, uh, for the last few podcasts, but... Um, it was down to him, really, I've got to say. George Long came out and made a good save um, on a shot. The ball sprayed wide. And I don't know what Danny was doing out there, but the guy slid it along the byline, you know, the most acute angle, and the ball just rolled into the net. And when I saw that ball just roll into the side of the net, I thought, that's the goal that's going to scupper us. Because you know how the script goes to Mill Sport. Yeah, we huffed and we puffed and we created a lot of chances. But we just weren't there. We didn't have the type of players, and that includes Ian Fleming, who, when it really, really comes to it, can just step up and go, bang, there's a goal. You know, Tom Bradshaw had a brilliant chance right at a death. All he had to do was lift the ball over the goalie. But he side-footed it straight into the goalie's arms. I'm sounding, you know, negative. Um, and obviously I feel negative and I'm not trying to dig the players out but you know that's where we are I suppose we've still got a chance I can't see it myself um, talk about make things difficult but really if we can't dispatch teams like Birmingham Huddersfield and Hull you know we don't deserve to um, get up into those playoffs anyway uh, there were some good contributions tonight. I thought most of the Millwall players gave everything. You know, Birmingham just wasted time and 
played the referee, and you know, um, I mean, they must have been, they must have wasted 15 minutes of football in time, and they had all their bodies behind the ball. So, you know, it's very hard to to break teams down like that. The shame is we did actually break them down, but it was that final little touch in front of the goalkeeper, you know, um, that we just lacked. And it's a shame Tom Bradshaw's been so sharp on those chances all season. But, you know, tonight it didn't work out. So, on to Wigan. Come on, you Lions. Well, hello, my dear listener. You can hear the rasp of my voice. Um, Harry Warren here. With post-match reaction on what was a shockingly disappointing night for the Lions last night. I don't want to be too critical that we are where we are, but if that wasn't the most Millwall, predictably Millwall performance in a time when you don't want them to be predictably Millwall, that was it. Because, I mean, take out the amount of chances we've created, take out the amount of um, puff and puff and effort, and I don't think we were really lacking that in the second half. The first half wasn't good enough at all. And long for that goal is so, so bad. Um, yeah, it's a mistake, but it's, it's three sort of mistakes in car crash, in car crash uh, style. And really, it's now not in our own hands, barring a miracle tonight of um, Coventry and Blackburn giving us the result that we need, really, which is a draw, I think. Maybe. I'm not too sure. I don't even know what works out best for us anymore. So, there we go. Another disappointing result. It should be really, 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 really bad if we throw this away. And I fear that we have. Um, but, yeah, we go on to Saturday at Wigan. You mad bastards going. Good luck. Um, anyway, come on, you lines. Afton. No one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 